What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here. And that's you. With another YouTube live stream. I got money. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, we are back in here with another rendition of the greatest entertainment show here on YouTube. Now, I understand that People are having real problems with the playbacks on the videos. <laughs> uh, you have to understand that this is what's going to happen here. Um, as you can see, they're they're not only taking down messages, they're taking down messengers. As of recently, we're going through a very, very, very strange dynamic uh, change in our country. And um, as you guys know, they're trying to get people to be more or less knuckle draggers, mouth breathers, ham and eggers, cooperative with the direction of the people who they elect. And they don't need free thinkers and free speech, uh, people who are living and dying by free speech, right? We see this thing with Twitter going on. So um, uh, the people have admitted once Elon Musk made a bid, they admitted that they were censoring certain voices. And it's not a surprise that this particular message is something that they don't want the masses to, uh, to hear. And with that being said, are you not entertained? All right. Are you not entertained? Is this is this why is this not why you're here? See, the thing is, they want you entertained by mindless TikToks. They want you out here debating senselessly with uh with first base level relationship questions like who should pay for the first date? You know, should a guy pull out your chair? Should, should you should he pick you up? Should he be they want you with these mindless things? They don't want you with this information. They want you entertained. They want you talking about Mickey Mouse subjects. They want you distracted. All right. And who is they? It is who it is. But the re the reality is when you're giving hard hitting information that goes against the narrative. All right. They're going to quiet it up. All right. And that's just the reality of it. So um, everybody knows that's what it is. Uh, listen, everybody knows what happened to me in the last couple of years here trying to do this. I don't curse. I don't do anything. I don't yell. I don't call people names in terms of being the disrespectful cursing names. Sure, I give them makeup cartoon names, and I've um, invented a lot of names here that people can't say. <laughs> you don't even know what I'm talking about unless you're watching. And um, and uh, I have the cleanest, most cleanest show here on YouTube, although we do talk about you know uh, things in the bedroom. But with that being said, there's naked yoga on this platform. There's people here absolutely stark naked on this platform. There are people here acting a pull, full out monkey and that are millionaires on this platform. Okay, they're absolute millionaires on this platform. And they curse and they're disrespectful. They act like pure flat out monkey entertainers. And they let that stuff fly like crazy. All right, but I'm sitting here giving an important message uh, that uh, sometimes has a I, I try to make it funny and digestible and, and I'm facing all kind of issues just to try to keep it going. And um, I always notice when I hit a certain threshold here on this channel uh, or on YouTube, that's when they and I will, I will I'll give the people in the background what that is. But when I hit a certain threshold, I automatically get a lot of bite back here and it must trigger them. Something something must happens when I hit that threshold. All of a sudden stuff starts going left. All right. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? So um, I represent the black American male here, but I'm not the typical black American male. I'm not the son husband. I'm not the one that's just going to go along with the programming. Right. I try to get you guys to be free thinkers in the free agent lifestyle. So um, 
it is what it is. It's a part of the game. They use this thing to discourage me um, because then their people are going to watch it less and the numbers are going to go down. And obviously th these are all tactics um, to try to, to discourage you, the viewer, discourage me, the creator, and to get me to somehow believe that, oh man, you know, I'm losing my audience and all of that, you know, um, and all, it, it's not, I'm not losing the audience. People find me all the time. I'm not losing viewership because of me. I'm losing the viewership because of the, the challenges that I have ahead. Uh, so, um, and not only that, there are people that, that, you know, within the sphere that really don't like me because I stay off to myself and I created my own lane and own level of success. Right. So you, you have all those things, but at the end of it, it still don't stop the messengers, right? It still don't I stop the message. I ain't going nowhere in terms of that. Uh, people do say go to locals and all that stuff. That's just for guys. Do you realize that literally cuts 90% of my arm off? I mean, it cuts your reach off. It cuts your arm off. It really does feed into now you got nothing. And so there's not that much support over there on locals. There is, but there's also issues with um, streaming bandwidth and, and all of that stuff. So there are things that you can do. First of all, plug into your wipe, uh, your wipe, plug into your Wi-Fi um, in order to get a pl better playback. If you're on a uh, plug into your heart, uh, plug into your landline. I don't know what they call it. Your Ethernet plug into your Ethernet. Number one, um, if you want to watch the playback, I've noticed several other channels that I watch is happening to Angry Man, uh, Mr. Palmer, all of them. I've tried to watch them when I was out driving in my car and tried to have their playback. Yep, nothing. Um, it was completely jumbled up. Uh, and then um, <laughs> somebody said plug it too. And then also um, the thing you can do is uh, actually watch it live and then somehow, oh, watch the, uh, listen to the playback on the podcast. So do your best to get as much playback as you can here to keep the numbers of what they are um, and all that stuff. But, but I understand it's going on. I know I know what's going on, and it's not a surprise. It's not a surprise. Just think about it. Kevin Samuel's not here anymore. All right, that's one chink out of the armor. Uh, they slow down everything over here. That's one chink. And so, uh, you know, they do it to discourage. They do it to discourage the people who want to get a – listen. oh, also, it's an election year. It's an election year. So these are the type of things that are going on. People are hypersensitive. I've, I've talked about some very, very tough topics here. All right. And I've also, you know, I've also have these clips that I play that don't put people in an in a in a positive light. This is real talk because I'm showing you something. Let me tell you something. I'm showing you something that the world doesn't want you to see. I'm I'm exploiting a big gap in the quality of people that they don't want you to see, right? So check this out. Uh a guy left a comment under my, uh, my under my last video. And he said this, he says, um, he says, I went to a wedding this weekend and saw an old childhood acquaintance I hadn't seen in 10 years. We were chopping it up and she's in med school and she slipped and said that she's on seeking arrangements. Okay. So this is a woman that um, is, I guess he went to her wedding. <laughs> okay. And he's seen a childhood acquaintance she hadn't seen in 10 years. We were chopping up and she's in med school and she slipped that she's on seeking arrangement. And it says uh, she said this while simultaneously telling us what she'd want at her wedding. So I guess it wasn't her wedding. It was somebody at the wedding and she was saying she wanted to get married. And that's you. And she's at, I was like, he says, it was like coach's words in living color. 
I couldn't believe how stark his reality was in real life. I will never doubt this man again. And I'm telling you guys, I know, I know people always want to make it um, seem like I I'm telling you about the spectrum. I'm telling you about the early age that a lot of women, unfortunately, they get involved in their sexuality and start experimenting. It's getting earlier and earlier and earlier, especially with the advent of the digital media, right? So they can go on the TikTok, YouTube, Prawn, everything's right there, hell, handheld. Not only that, um, I'm telling you about the, the likelihood that some of the girls you're going to date, especially if you start dating in your mid-20s, some of these girls will always already have experienced these things. And people keep doubting me and doubting me. And I'm like, here it is. You guys are going to get the reality of it. All right. I'm telling you, the spectrum is so crazy. It's ridiculous. I'm also challenging you on marital laws, divorce laws. I've also went across and ch challenged the mental health uh, profession. All right. that They don't like that, man. You know why? Because they don't want you to question anything. They don't want you to question anything. They don't want you to ask questions. They don't want you to ask questions of your girlfriends. They don't want you to ask questions of the system. They want you to just go along with the program. This is the right direction. Go along this way. They didn't want you to challenge anything from 2020 to 2022, if you know what I mean. They didn't want you to challenge anything. But here's the funny thing you look at now. They're giving you all the information they're giving you about the last two years. Those are exactly what I was saying when I was getting censored. And when, I, when they were telling me this is not true and it's conspiracy theory all this stuff now they're now the data that they're pulling out is exactly that like just like just like i said <laughs> all right um they want you to be the deaf dumb and blind i give you all of these things and listen i'm taking a tremendous risk uh doing this but what we do don't what we don't do over here i know it's very difficult for you and your programming <laughs> you know i understand this it's difficult but what i tell you over here is not a lie i don't reach i teach you don't have to agree with it, but sooner or later, you're going to react. You're going to realize that I'm true. I'm right. All right. You're going to realize that I'm right because uh, I'm trying to think there, there's some things that I tell you that are opinion. There's some things that I tell you that are opinion, but most everything that I tell you is an absolute fact. <laughs> All right. There's no there's no opinion associated with it. Like, I don't deal with it and be like, I'm going to tell you where I am emotionally on this subject. I also told you about the early termination of pregnancy. We gave you the stats. I laid it out. And everybody's like, well, what's your opinion on it? I don't have an opinion. Like, like I'm on both sides. I said, I'm in the middle somewhere. I'm not all the way pro-life. I'm not all the way pro-choice. But I tell you what the statistics are. I tell you what the reality are. I tell you how people use it. And I'm, I, I laid it out for you. I, which, which means I gave you the facts on it. Now, then I told you, well, if this happened, this is what I would do. And if this happened, this is what I would do. But I gave you the absolute fact about it. But see, the thing is, they don't want you to do that. They want you to be over here or over here so you guys can keep arguing. And I take it where I don't even want to argue. I don't want to argue with you, right? I want to tell you what the facts are. And then you can either disagree and find out that I was right in the end. Or you can say, damn, make, this dude's probably right. And I'm going to follow. I'm going to I'm going to protect myself. All right. Same thing with these PUAs and all of them. I've been telling you the absolute fact. They've been lying to you. OK, they've been lying to you. And every one of the every one of the content creators you see that are PUA, they always in trouble with women. <laughs> they always in trouble with women. Now, look at me and my philosophy. Have you heard one woman come out on me? Think about it. 
Have you seen me in a crazy situation with one woman? I've been here for four years. You ain't sir. One woman ain't came out and said peep. And don't don't even say that I ain't had no women in that time. <laughs> right? There's been plenty been had. There's been plenty fun that has been had. Not one woman has come out with some crazy bullshit on me. But all the PUAs in the game, guys, they're the ones in trouble all the time. Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> now, now Kaylee's like, hey, wait a minute. Let me be the first. So I'm, I'm, I walk you through these things to tell you the truth. Um, I'm not trying to sell you something, although all, all I do is ask for you to support. <laughs> Somebody says one of what's your stacking. Oh, the one that was stalking me. The one that was stalking me. You, did you hear on YouTube? Did she make a video? Is she on my Instagram in the comment section? All right. All she was was mad that I cut her off. All right. That's it. So she was mad she got cut off. That's all that was. All right. That's normal. All right. But she she didn't get on YouTube. She ain't made a video. She ain't on the podcast anywhere. All right. Talking that ish. If she really had some, she'd be on the podcast. All right. She wasn't on any. But um, with that being said, let's continue this truth. She just wanted to show me her feet. But uh, yeah, what we say over here, and if you can't handle the truth, don't don't be here. All right, this is why I always put up the disclaimer. And with that, let me just get to the bottom line here. Toxic women love emotional men, meaning men who cannot get control of their emotion. And a lot of you guys are sitting around wondering why you cannot get certain women. And I told you to leave those women alone. Leave them alone. But you guys cannot seem to leave them alone. So then you hear my philosophy and then you go, well, I just can't do that. So I'm going to go over to this guy and, they, and let this guy sell me a dream on how I can get with some of these toxic women. And so you look at your women on Instagram and some of these women that are saying, I want a scammer, a drug dealer, hell with the nine to fiver. And you're like, well, what's wrong with these sisters? The sisters need to come back and help, bro. It's over. It's over. And it should be over for you. When I tell you I eliminate 80% of the women when I go out, 80% of the women are completely off limits to me because I either know I'm not attracted to them, they're toxic, they've been ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel, they're too old, they got too many kids, they're, they're done. I don't like that type of race of woman. Like, there's a list of things that I would tell you. If they, The only possible way is if they came and knocked on my door and said, hey, I'm looking to entertain you tonight for free. Maybe I will think about it. But I can look and judge, and it's okay for me to do so, and say, these people are unhealthy for me. These people are unhealthy, but you don't want to do it. So you want to go out and run game. You want to go out there and cold approach and pick up and all of these things. And you find yourself with toxic women. And the reason why is because you're an emotional male. You can't handle your emotions. Okay? You haven't seen very many healthy relationships in your entire life. You haven't seen it. I can almost guarantee it. You tell me where you grew up, and I can tell you, you've seen very few healthy relationships in your life. Now, you've seen relationships because people are codependent. So you've seen relationships on and off. You've seen people stay together, and they're ready to die. You've seen people who had no other options just stay together for forever. All right? You've seen a beat-down man and a woman who was domineering over, over him, and you've seen vice versa, a woman who was beat down and a man dominating over her, being domineering. That's what you've seen. You haven't seen no damn healthy relationships. You've seen mostly toxic relationships. Even if you if you take it away from the elders that you're around and you leave it to your friends and family. I mean, your friends and your cousins 
and all the people your age group and below, damn near all of them, 99% of their relationships have absolutely failed and flopped. 99% of their relationships have failed and flopped. And the ones that exist are probably toxic. Okay, very few. So much so that you think toxic, toxic relationships are normal. You one of these guys that, uh, you know, you watch Baby Boy and you watch The Wood and The Brother. You watch all of these goofy movies and listen to R&B music thinking that break up the makeup is the way relationships works. No, those are toxic relationships. Absolutely toxic relationships. And you're used to that. You think when you you think you should be arguing and fussing and fighting with your girlfriend. I'm telling you, you should never do it. Like never. So much so that if it happens one time, you just look and you just get the hell up out of there. Oh, we doing this? Oh, listen. Same thing for women. If a guy raises his voice at you, if he has to raise your vo his voice at you, that should be an immediately, oh, this ain't happening. This is not happening. But you guys do this on a regular basis. And you guys, uh, I, I see you guys. I see you guys jump on panels arguing with women. I mean, I tell you, I can't got, got to tell you, your relationships got to be god awful. If you're on this, if you're on the internet arguing with women, your your personal relationships have to be god awful. Because there's no reason to have any argument. I mean, I listen. There was a point in my life that I thought that that, that you supposed to hold masculine frame and put her in her place. There shouldn't be one time where you have to even raise your voice or ask to interject. Stop cutting me off. There shouldn't be one time you should do that in a relationship. Not one. It's already, you're done. The relationship's over and the respect is over. The so-called for the guys who pay for peace leave, you're not going to get the respect of the woman. And you're in relationships where the women have zero respect for you. Only when it's necessary for her to have respect for you, she will. But once again, once again, you don't know nothing but toxic relationships. If you grew up in an inner city, you ain't seen nothing but toxic relationships. Okay, you might have seen the one husband that's super duper quiet. He's super duper quiet. His name is Henry. Henry comes along, comes along and he's that quiet man. He's reserved, he's introverted. He comes over to your family function. They came from church and his wife's name is Beulah. Beulah's short and severely overweight they're somewhere in their 60s and henry got good skin he looked like Smokey robinson henry comes in with his glasses you know his spike lee glasses he got good skin he's a handsome feller and he walks in and he's super duper quiet and uh he makes his plate he gets his little roll he butters it up he nice and quiet he sits down and um, everybody says, oh, Henry's such a good man. Boy, Beulah, you got a good husband. <laughs> and Henry just sits there and he just smiles. And then y'all get to arguing and fussing. And Henry wants to make his point. And he's sitting there. Henry pays all the bills. Beulah works at a little desk job. Henry about to retire. She knows she's sitting on the lottery ticket. Henry done all of his investments and all that shit. <laughs> and Henry, y'all get the fussing and fighting at the uh, at the at the function. Henry wants to say something. Henry starts to talking. Well, you know, and his voice is so quiet and and demure. 
that y'all can't even hear Henry at all. You know, y'all youngins, y'all need to, and they just are arguing over him. And ha ka 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 ha ka 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 Right? And then everything calms down, and Henry starts to talk, and he starts to make sense. Oh, man. Henry, you such a smart guy. How come you don't talk that much? And Henry want to go off on y'all. Because y'all always yelling, y'all ignorant. You know what I mean? He want to go off, but he's such a good man. He can't say nothing. He can't say nothing because he don't mess up his good image. He can't say nothing because Beulah will shut him up. He's so used to Beulah. Henry, stop talking all the time. 30 years in, he all, I'll just be quiet. <laughs> Henry could be out here in these streets. In these streets. But Beulah is domineering over him. Beulah does the most talking. And, ooh, I did this, and, ooh, I did that. And we went here, and we went there. Henry said, and, yeah, I was happy. Oh, wait, Henry, hold on. Let me finish talking. Henry cannot get in a uh, word in edgewise. How, Henry, like, Henry, how you like the trip? Oh, he loved the trip. Henry, Henry, he loved the trip. Shake your head that you love the trip. See, he loved the trip. He loved going out with me. And I had my little bathing suit on. And I went out there. Didn't I have my bathing suit on, Henry? Yes. Yeah, uh -huh. See, he shook his head. Yep. I had my bathing suit on out there. And we went on out there on the beach. And then we got on the boat, didn't we, Henry? Henry shake his head. Yep. Okay. Yep. And then we did what? What do we do? What kind of boat was it, Henry? What kind of boat was it? Yeah. Oh, it was. A, okay. That's the type of boat it was. Yep. We went on out there. He just filling the bank. He just filling the blank. Where, wherever she doesn't know. He just fill in the blanks and he just sit there. Those are the healthy relationships that you got to see. In, in everybody's mind, those are healthy relationships where the man is just completely wiped out. He don't want to argue and raise his voice or nothing. The, the mother just the talking and the talking and the talking over him. Not the mother, but, you know, the, the wife just the talking and talking. And he like, forget it, man. Now... <laughs> Every now and then, Henry will glitch. Every now and then, Henry will glitch, but he'll wait till everybody's clear out of the room, maybe down in the basement. Maybe they done left, and you sit there, and you watch, because Henry like boxing. Henry like watch boxing, you know what I mean? He watched back in the, you know, the George Foreman, Muhammad Ali fight, and the Joe Frazier Ali. So he's in the, you know, the pugilism, you know what I mean? He like that. Oh, you know, this dude's an oil can. He's a bum. When, when the boxing match come on, Henry get to talking, right? He light up. He like, oh, man, they boxing, you know what I mean? We back in the day, Thomas Hitman Hearns and, and Marvelous Marvin Hagler, you know, he liked the boxing. So he watched boxing, and every now and then, Henry a glitch. Because the women, they say, oh, he watching this boxing match, and they'll leave his ass alone. And he's sitting in his recliner. And then every now and then something will happen, and he get frustrated. Now, Beulah, I told you, I don't like all of this type of stuff here. Oh, Henry, I'll take care of it. Okay. And then you sitting there watching the boxing, and uh, Henry will lean over. See, man, I don't know, man. See, when you get married, these women, like, he'll glitch. He'll try to give you a hint. You know what I mean? It's like the get out scene, you know, when you start crying and Henry start crying on you. But he only get about one sentence of the bullshit out. Like he get red pill for one sentence. You know, I kind of tired of the Beulah, man. I'm tired of being here sometimes. Oh, oh, it's okay, honey. Yeah, he really want to tell you, but he in a sunken place. He in a sunken place, but he want to glitch like a mofo. 
That's Henry. And those are the only healthy relationships you've ever seen, right? Everyone else is absolutely toxic. <laughs> so you never, as a man, get to hear what the hell's going on. In that, let's just break this down. I know we had to continue going on here. Let's just break this down. Some of you guys that are not the thuggish, pooky Ray Ray, that's the blow your back out guy. Some of you guys think that if you become a nice guy or you become educated, you think that you now are going to be in the driver's seat for good women, right? That's what you think, but reality tells us absolutely different, okay? We have seen that reality has told us that that is not true. Not all the time, sometimes, but not all the time. And then this is what men get pissed off about. You watch stuff like this. Let's see if we can play it real quick and I'll get to all the super chats and whatnot. <laughs> I need a drug dealer and then a scammer, then fuck the nine to five. I want the schema first, then the drug dealer, then the nine to five. Now you see stuff like this and you want, you know, you love beautiful black women and you're like, man, I can't believe these sisters are out here like that. You look at every one of these sisters here. Uh, living life up on the corner, slinging rocks and smoking weed. You know, they out, ass out, you know, wigs and eyelashes. And you you just like, what's going on? How come these women love the drug dealer and the scammer and the trapper and not the nine to five? Or see, you went and ran and got a degree. Right? You went and ran and got you a degree. And you went and got good A's and you, you got smart and you didn't get in trouble and you didn't go thuggish, right? And then you thought that that was going to get you in the driver's seat for the women that you wanted. But it was false. And it was absolutely false because when they were younger, they wanted to do what they wanted to do. And then when you finally got your degree and your good job as an engineer doctor, you realized that she was in for the finesse. Or she treated you. She made you wait eight dates. All right. She started doing the things. And that's you. And then by the time she got exhausted by the jerks, then she might have showed you some attention. Some women aren't doing that. They're still out here. Let me show you an example of this. Uh, they're still out here where um, they still out here uh, with the druggers, the drug dealer, the, the scammer and the uh, the uh, who the other one right here, the thuggish. This woman and went and broke three pookies out. Right. So now they can do this. Now they can do this and get a pass before they would ruin their reputation. Now there's a woman security guard. I talked about this yesterday. She then went and broke three pookies out. Now we know what happened after that. We already know what happened when she got to the crib. We already know when she got off and cut off their handcuffs and took their orange jumpsuits off. We already know what happened. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. But you think, here it is right there, you think these women that look like good women, all right, now then when you see their Instagram, you're like, oh, she's been for the streets for a minute. In these streets. All right, she's been mud sharking for a minute. But when you see this, you're like, oh, look at little Kaylee. Uh, I'm going to get a degree and get it, become an engineer doctor, and she's going to want a good man. Well, that's not always the case. And then you get angry when she rolling around with Pookie, LaRay Ray, and Lil Ray Ray. You get absolutely upset and you're like, what am I doing wrong? And these women are out here, they in the streets and they are bad. Well, in these times, they could choose toxicity. They could choose it. How about this woman right here, right? This woman's a middle, middle school's teacher and she out here giving away that thing to a student, 15-year-old student, while her kids were at the house. 
All right, here's another Kaylee. Here's another Kaylee. So uh, I again, I'm I've way gone past. I've way go past um um looking at women of certain races and saying these women are better than the other. I've been I've left that alone a long time ago. I have a preference, but I don't look at it as I'm making a better choice and I'm leaving a better choice. I'm saying I know what to roll the dice on. But here it is. It says a Louisiana middle school teacher was accused of giving up that peace leave to a 15-year-old student at home while her children were at home. 34. 34. And that's you. Late 20s, early 30s, says um, the one lady. And that's you. Okay. 34. A science teacher um, in Louisiana turned herself in, in after allegations surfaced that she had given it up to a teen eight to nine times last summer at her home while her children were at home. During the encounter, and she uh, sent the team an email. Uh, let's not go over that part. Let's go over this part right here. Uh, she gave, she says she then picked the teenager up from his home in Zachary. This is around Baton Rouge and took him to her residence where they, she gave up the cheeks. She is also accused of giving the boy a pink e-cigarette vaping device, which might've contained THC. So she was getting the boy high. The team wanted to go public with their relationship at one point. Relationship. Do you you see how they sneak that in in order to minimize the impact of her being a rapist, a sexual assaultist, a a predator, right? The team wanted to go public with their relationship. They didn't have no relationship, all right? She was taking advantage of him, right? So she was a predator, right? We played the video yesterday of the young girl and the 50-year-old guy. Everybody immediately was like, he's a predator. Oh, yeah, but when it comes to them, it's a what? Yeah, uh, they had a relationship. But Sil- Silva begged him to reconsider, to not go public with the relationship. She asked the victim not to disclose the relationship, the relationship, bro. <laughs> I mean, what do we do, man? And this is why they slow down my message, because this is the hard hitting stuff that I give you. I don't bullshit around here. Um, she asked the victim, not the victim, at least they gave him not to disclose the relationship. Uh, due to how his disclosure would affect her career. So I could focus on my career. And her family, obviously. Okay. Um, there she is right there in the lockup, looking like an average everyday Kaylee. So again, you cannot go with, well, these women are the bad toxic women. These women are the good ones. You can't do it. You can't say the black ones are worse than the white ones. You get, it's In this day and age where the Western culture is going, uh, this is why I don't stand on a high moral stance of I am speaking in the spirit of Elijah. You know, however, I'm not going to save it. I'm not going to save it. If you come over to my program and say, well, what we should do be doing is we should be fighting against the law and marching and throwing tomatoes at politicians. And we should be trying to uh, save the community one step daddy at a time. I'm not doing it. I'm going to go in here. I'm going to partake of this daily bread. (laughs) I'm not doing it. I'm not going to be the one. I'm not trying to save it. I'm not your savior either. I'm just reporting live from the sidelines, telling you what's going down. But if you want to roll the dice, you go ahead and do it. It's going to be a fruitless activity. Odds are you're not going to be able to save it at this point. All right. Not, and not just the men either. Not just from the woman, the I'm sorry, the man's perspective, from the woman's perspective, what 
you know, if you're a woman, what do you do? You know, you're being led in these generations to indulge in this lifestyle early on, right? And if you're the good woman and you're watching my show, well, I'm one of the good ones, coach. Man, well, there ain't that many good ones out here because in that mindset, look at your friendship circle. Just look at it. Go ahead and tell me that I'm exaggerating, right? This is why I tell, because I've been around so many women and worked with them for so long. You go ahead and tell me I'm exaggerating. Not all women. You got to find the right ones. They're few and far between at this part, at this point, because when they're young, especially Generation Z age, they're now 14, 15, 16, 17. They've been in through it. They've been exposed to a world that um, relationships where the man is the lead and she's the follower are boring. Super duper boring. She's going to get bored out of her skull. Not only that, she's going to play the victim. Oh, you know, it's going to be nice when he leads, but then he's going to be an a-hole after a while. Man, he he made the date. He told me where to meet. He told me he'll pick me up. He told me what time. He told me what to wear. He told me what we're eating. He ordered my dinner. This is fantastic. You know what's going to happen? In three months, he's going to do the exact same thing. Hey, we're going to go here. This is what you're going to wear. This is where we're going to eat. This is what time you're going to be ready. This is when, this is what you're going to order. This is what you're going to drink. This is what, guess what? He's abusive now. <laughs> He's so abusive and controlling. He laid this dress out. I didn't want to wear that dress. Yeah, you're an abuser now. And they're going to be like, we ain't putting up with that. Right. <laughs> Why do you always get to pick the restaurant? See, when you were making a date and you picked the restaurant, wow, he actually told me what restaurant we're going. This is fantastic. But now he done switched up the game. I can't tell you. You always telling me where to go and where to eat. So that's a losing battle, guys. I'm going to just let you know that bait and switch is going to hit you square up in the face. Because it was good at first. Now it ain't so good. All right. So just be careful of that one. <laughs> Just be careful. I've seen it happen, and I've been a part of it. I've seen it happen too many damn times. Let's get to the uh, <laughs> let's get to the uh, cash apps in the PayPal. By the way, how do you contribute to this show? You know, because they, you know, I I don't get anything from doing these shows. This show is sponsored by the brothers. Now, also, this is how you get your voice heard. I get no money. Uh, listen, I I've seen people become mil get millions of subscribers, get the playback, and and they also got. And and they sitting there getting worn out, right? They sitting there getting worn out by people and they still getting paid. They've done way worse things than I've ever done on here, right? Listen, there's some things that I've done that's for sure people will see, but people really don't know. I actually got, the way my latest situation happened is I asked them to review my main channel. They, they My other channels got, nuked because of they reviewed the, the main channel which got demonetized six months ago and for some reason i said ah i'm gonna clean up that channel which basically i stripped almost all the videos off and i was like ah, i'll ask for a review that was six months ago <laughs> that was in november when i asked for the review remember that happened in october i waited 30 days and then i clicked and then i stripped the channel to to about like eight videos 
in November 2021. And then I went over and I was like, uh, after four months, I was like, they're not reviewing it. I said, they'll probably never review it. So then I started uploading my older videos. Guess what? They reviewed the channel. <laughs> it's like, what? And because they reviewed the channel, every channel associated, which means whatever ads, what channels are associated AdSense wise, they just went and nuked all the rest of them. So the message on the, he says, I stopped, yeah, I stopped asking for reviews, right? But for some reason, when I did it in November, I completely forgot about it. And it took them six months to get back to it. And by the time they did it, they said every channel associated with that channel is demonetized. So that's how sports. So they never came over here and looked. They never came over here and said, oh, you ran these videos. They just went off what the main channel was. So on this channel, it says a channel associated with this channel got nuked. Right? So I'm like, oh, shit. So it was nothing that I was doing on this channel. It was the main channel. And they said, oh, anything associated with that is gone. So it's it's a no win. All I have to do now is keep going. But let's uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's see here. I don't know what these are when it says pending on the cash app. But let's do the cash apps. Oh, you know what we'll do? We'll do a hit it and quit it as well. We'll do a hit it and quit it, sponsored by our man, the Dirty Dog. All right, where are we at here? Ryan says for the Junior College Fund. Hello. All right, shout out to all the junior college girls out here. Mr. Gourmet, he says, getting my parachute together, married for nine years. You got your nine-year checkup, guys. That If you're married, yeah, I got hit with the Rico. <laughs> my man said I got hit with the Rico. That's basically what happened. Um, Somebody says, can you ask one more review, review and keep it pure for a year? Yeah, I can ask for a review on every channel but coach greg adams all right so um i can ask for a review on the other ones but i'm gonna just probably just start them over that's all i mean that's what i do i just start over um what was i saying oh if you're married at nine years i don't care what state you're in you better see if you want to continue that marriage if you don't want to continue that marriage get out now leave now do not continue with the marriage at the nine year now in California for sure do not continue. If you're in California, at the nine year mark, you need to do a quick assessment. What am I going to lose now? If you think what you're going to lose now is something, just imagine in three years and then you get divorced. You're really going to lose. There was a guy yesterday that said he's been paying. He's going to pay his wife alimony for the rest of his life. In California, tech, technically, the the um, ruling is at the 10-year and one-day mark, you are now going to be on the hook for lifetime alimony. In some current cases, they are doing a de-escalation, which is not lifetime, but it's like a 10, 20-year de-escalation. You're still going to pay up for like 20 years. So it's not like they're going to de-escalate in five. So you get divorced at 51 and um, they may say it's not lifetime anymore. We don't do that, but we kind of get her off the dole uh, after a while, but we'll de-escalate de the spousal support, but it's a de-escalation over 20 years. So that means by the time you're 71, she's off the nipple. <laughs> All right. 
10-year mark in California, when it's nine years, nine months, you better decide, do I want to be with this woman or am I willing to risk getting axed, gray divorced? Now, the, the gray divorce rates are uh, significantly high, which means, which means, in effect, you're probably 70% likelihood you'll get divorced after the 10-year mark. Like, it's almost a 70% likelihood. The, they, the divorce rate is almost double the regular divorce rate of older people. Older people's divorce rate is almost double the regular divorce. So you're getting divorced. Highly likely. Now, if you're in your late 40s, early 50s, and you're nine years in, I'm just going to tell you, you can go to the junior college with what you're going to pay your ex-wife. <laughs> there is a lot of new people here. Somebody asked, what is a gray divorce? Gray divorce is someone that gets divorced when they're older. All right, so you say the gray, gray. Someone that gets divorced when they're in their late 40s and uh, into their 50s and 60s. The, the problem with a gray divorce is you'll never financially recover. Okay, so you get divorced. By the time your salami stops getting erect, right, and you need to take Viagra, then she divorces you. But you're somewhere like 55. Now, your work time, you only got 10 years of work life left, technically. But, but you were going to retire in five years. But she divorced you. Now you're never going to retire. Your ass going to be working till you're 70, until you drop dead. And not only are you going to be working till you drop dead, you're going to be paying her a percentage of your paycheck. Yeah, you're going to live in a tent. You're going to live in a damn uh, encampment. You're going to live in an RV. Your ass going to live with your parents. You're going to live with your brother. There's a there's a concept going around. I know, I know there's a lot of new people here, so I see that I'm going to have to revisit some things. A lot of baby boomers are moving back with their parents Number one, because they didn't financially make it like they thought they would. Number two, student loan debt. Number three, divorce. Those are the main reasons I did an entire stream on that. Okay, that, Those are the reasons why baby boomers are moving back with their lost generation parents. It's crazy. Divorce, student loan debt, and their career, they got laid off during C-19. They got laid off and furloughed and all that stuff. Now they got to work temp jobs and restart their career and they're never paying off their student loan debt, and they got divorced, and they back home. So be careful. You're at the 10-year mark. Know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough for counting when the deal is done. All right, shout out to you. XL Pro Services says free agent saves lives, all right? Free agent game saves lives out here. All right, this is what we were wanting want you to do. But again, the system doesn't want you to do this. I'm the author of The Free Agent Lifestyle. Shout out to Simon Small Funds for last night's and today's message. Thank you, Simon, again. Where are we at? Uh, the Dictator says free CGA. Boom, be ya. Boom, be ya. I don't know what that means. Boom, by yay. Oh, boom, by yay. Yeah. CGA. Boom, by yay. CGA. Boom, by yay. Shout out to you. Yeah, that's the reference to uh, Ali Boom, by yay. All right, shout out to you. I couldn't, I never seen it written like that, but appreciate you for that one. I got it, man. Shout out to Travis Barker says, sign up for divorce great by the Kardashians. Travis Barker did? I didn't know he was married to a Kardashian. Travis Barker, who was he married to? Travis Barker. Who's his wife? Oh, he got, he was with Courtney. I didn't know that. Courtney Kardashian. Oh, he married Courtney Kardashian? 
You got to be kidding me. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Travis Barker. Mary Courtney Kardashian. Okay. You know, if it is in love, <laughs> the Kardashians. Yeah. Yeah, the drummer. Wow, man. Oh, my gosh. I right, thank you. Thank you for letting me know that. I'm going to check that out. Wow. Mm. Well, I hope they're a happy couple. As we know, that ain't going to work out. Wow, they just got married, yeah, within the last 24 hours. Shout out to Eugene Morgan. Coach, thanks for transforming my entire mindset. Yes, indeed. Thank you, sir. Uh, somebody says, uh, GA says, Unc, what's the uh, PayPal address? Uh, let's see. I know I can type it in here. PayPal and pin it. Let me see here. Let's see if I can do it real quick. PayPal. Got, wait a minute. Me. It's uh, I should pin it there. That should take you right to it right there. All right. Appreciate you, brother. GH. Uh, Edward A says uh, a new character just now. Square Henry. <laughs> yeah, we got you know, I come up with new characters. Square ass Henry with the big ass Coke bottle glasses. Goofy ass Henry. Shout out to Boo Ninja watching. Appreciate you, man. Uh, We're going to call you D Alexander. Guys need to get on their purpose. Marriage is done. Marriage is kind of just what it is anymore. I don't know, man. Uh, I I can't even tell you. It's so unsuccessful that why would people even recommend it, especially at older ages? I just don't get it. It's not going to favor men. All right. Whatever you do, just know if they push you to get married, why don't you get married? And why don't you be whatever they got you signing up for? They want you to overlook every damn pitfall. And roll the dice completely. And then when you bring up, well, what about this? Oh, come up. 2LI says, uh, you're why I I became a free agent, not Henry. <laughs> you're why, yeah, Henry, man. Henry is not the guy. That's not who you want to follow. Let's do a couple PayPals. KT Thomas, and then we'll do a hit it and quit it. We're going to the Cesar Chavez community on the hit it and quit it. Uh, KT King says, CGA, good morning, CGA. I'm just here for the shuffling. All right, shout out to the people that are here for the shuffling. We can get some shuffling, too. And KT's in the, in the back with the um with the hat on. I can do some shuffling too. Look, Look out, man! man what you gonna do? do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! Oh man, Almighty! Boy, those were the days. <laughs> Shout out to who is this? Morning, Coach. Remember to be alpha today and hold masculine frame all day, and also cold approach 100 women while you're running errands. Yeah, don't forget. Hey, man, and when am I going to get any work done? <laughs> That's what I want to know. All right, I'm doing all this cold approaching. Oh, man. But cold approaching is just a, a, a level of the game. It's not the whole thing. Senior Oral says, shout out to the coach, Greg Adams. He says, the real coach, when you go tough on these simps, I take that and adjust myself too. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm working on it. All thanks to you. Still looking for my motorcycle coach gang jackets out here. Appreciate you. And he says, Gordita Tuesday. We all know what that is. It is Taco Tuesday out here. Uh, people get mad when I call them that too. Like, like I made it up. I didn't make these things up. By the way, there's a phrase in that culture, which would say Latino X. Mm. I'm sure the Latino X don't do it, but there's a phrase called Gorta. Gorta. It's like a, a term of endearment. So if you do have a, um, and I use my accent too, Gorta, 
Hi, Gorda. You know, it's a term of endearment. You would you would basically uh, say it like, you know, you would you would say it like you you like her. You like her. And so it's not like you're putting her down. You're saying it as a term of endearment. It's like a chubby girl. Now, here's the deal. The girl knows she's chubby, right? It's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Matter of fact, many people like that. You know what I mean? It's in there. So it's not like you're saying something negative. You're not calling her a, a negative name. But people think, you know, uh, when I say it, somebody says people from down south started Gordita. Like Gordita is, people think, oh, that's a negative name. You're saying it's not really. I mean, I, I get it. Some people could use it as a negative. But it's not. Yes, uh, they use it for chunky little kids. I mean, but in our country, in our culture, in Western culture, all of those things that I said, they're going to be like, that's shaming them. No, it's, you don't know. And, and most of the time, it's some liberal came in here. He's calling them Gorta. No. It's what they call them. This is what they call the term of endearment down there. Look it up yourself. Gorta. <laughs> Somebody say Big Shirley. But people don't know because you're one-dimensional and you're a lemming. You know what I mean? And you think everything's a negative. That's like, you would... These same people will say, okay, if I said I'm a black person, they will tell me, no, you're African-American. Wait a minute. You can't tell me. <laughs> you can't tell me what the hell to call myself. But they'll literally sit up there and tell me that. You know what, you know what liberals will also do? They'll tell me that I ain't black. <laughs> they'll, they'll tell me I'm not black. Hold up. Nope. See, this is how crazy we are. And these liberals aren't even black. You know what I mean? They'll be like, man, you ain't even a real black person. <sighs> I've never heard a conservative say no shit like that. It's always the people that glad handing you. They dapping you up. Yeah, man, what's up, man? They giving you the shoulder hug. They telling you they voted for Obama. They would vote for Obama for a third term. They could quote all the rap lyrics and know when to um, censor out the N-word. They know how to do all that, and they will also come tell me I'm not black enough. And then they will say they want to call me African-American. I swear to God, these people are the worst of the worst. I've been warning you. Malcolm X warned you. Get away from the liberal, the white liberal. He said Malcolm X specifically said the white liberal, but the, the, the liberal the liberal mindset is the most toxic of them. It's the most racist. And let me tell you one more thing. You guys have grown up watching liberalized polit uh, TV shows and you normalize it and they was being super duper racist in it, right? Like different strokes and Webster. Like at my age, we grew up watching that. Now, they were telling you that the other people were the bigots. Now, when you go back and watch the show now, they was racist, super damn, they was in your face racist but then smiling at the same time. Smiling. Oh, you know, <laughs> we're just saying it as a joke. You know, those liberals, the white liberals will be racist to you. But, oh, man, you understand what I mean. You know what I mean? They'll be like, they'll cover you know, I'm not like that. I, I just said it as a, but you know, I get the it word pass, right? Mm. Those are the ones you watch out for because they literally 
drip campaign racism on your ass. <laughs> but then guess what? They show up at the march. They show up at the march. They get you to vote. They're always doing voter drives. This is the stuff that gets me throttled on YouTube because these are the people that are watching me. The people watching me, judging me, they're these people. And they're acting like they're trying to save you. But in, in reality, they're taking away the most strongest rational voice out here to make y'all think differently. Yeah, they playing both sides. And guess what? These people also live in the suburbs behind gates with big ass walls, and they never let you come to their house. But when they at work with you, y'all all on the same level. And they all singing Kumbaya with you. But then when they go back to the suburbs and they get on the freeway and they drive an hour away from your ass up the hill and they live with all the conservative people that they call Trump supporters and racists, they got y'all ass back down there in the hood. <laughs> I tell you, bro, I don't want to tell you. I, I'm scared to tell you because they don't want you knowing this truth. But it's the absolute God honest truth. The people you think can help you aren't going to, they have no intentions of helping your ass. And you think they cool, man. But nah, man, this one cool though. Especially the, especially the, when you get to interracial dating, they're going to put you in your place. You got to be careful with the, with, with, with uh, when you go to interracial dating and you pick a white girl, that's just basically Shakita, but she's white. She which they would call something like derogatory, like a mud shark or something like that, right? Or or this this wait a minute, did I already did I already um this show's already going? I thought oh, I already took the picture down. Be careful with them. They're gonna be. They always think that that they're they're they're, they're more dominant than you at in the end, and they're gonna put you in the place, and they're gonna oh hush up, oh I'll handle it. Remember in the movie Get Out. He got pulled over. She got pulled over by the police and the police asked him for the ID. And then she was like, oh, no, 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 no. He don't need to show his ID. He don't need to do this. I'll speak up. Don't be quiet, Negro. Um, why does he need to show his ID? And then guess what? She saves you. Oh, thank you, baby. Thank you, Kaylee. Thank you, Kaylee. Then when it come down to it, they was trying to suck his brain out of his skull. <laughs> She was the one they was the, ended up being the racist. But they buttered his ass up the entire time. All right, let's get back to the show. This is what happens. People are like, man, what is going on here? It's a podcast. Relax. Oh, that beat is fire. All right, we got a great hitter to quit it. All right, uh, this is it's been a while since we ran a hit or quit it. It's been a while. Shout out to my man Dirty Dog in the building. He sent me four ladies, all of them from the Cesar Chavez community. I believe I'm just gonna believe that based on what they look like. I don't know, man. You can't barely call people what they look like anymore, unless you're black. All right, but uh in this situation here, now nah, we ain't even talking about Rondo goofy butt yet. All right, so um Let's take a look at what we have here. The first one is going to be up oh, wrong, wrong one, <laughs> wrong one. Let's let's share the other screen. That was my foot picture collection. All right. So here it is right here. Uh, the first one's name. These are all YouTubers. These are all Latina. looks like Latina YouTubers, all junior college age. This one goes by Holy Yoli. I haven't heard of any of these girls, 
But holy holy, uh, she looks like uh, we'll talk about age here in a minute, but uh, she looks like she could be in between the age of I'm hoping 18 by showing her here uh, between the ages of 18 and 23. Uh, by the time she's 24, it's going to be a different ball game for her. Um, actually, I could actually, I see it's already caught up. All right. So um, <laughs> I think the pictures here of when she was younger. All right. But obviously, yeah, time has caught up with her for sure. All right. So um, typically what happens is uh, this is right here. She has a, she has a pretty face and, you know, uh, she might be Colombian. She, what is this? Oh my goodness. And they censoring me. Yikes. Holy moly. Uh, this is of her younger self. Here she is. I don't think that's her, but uh, this is Holy Yoli. What do y'all think? What do y'all think? Holy Yoli. Um, I see she's went full, you know, she's went full wiggy. She's been wiggy. So this is Holy Yoli. I mean, listen, in, in Southern California, she's a four. <laughs> Anywhere else, potentially, she might be a little bit higher. And we're just going off the looks. I mean, here, she's a little bit higher. She'd be a five or six, you know. But, uh, I mean, you know, on a slow Tuesday, we can talk. Definitely, she definitely in slow Tuesday category. All right, so uh, that's holy holy. Not too bad. Not too good. All right, so the next one. Oh, uh, can I even show these? This is a YouTuber, too. Um, she goes by Anna Zapata. Anna Zapata, she's kind of a throwback to a Maxim Magazine type of girl. Anna Zapata, I believe, I'm not sure. This would be her in her basic uniform, mid-drift, um, halter top. Showing shoulders in mid-drift and plain jeans. You know, a good, a good, I woke up like this look. This is what she would look in full glamour, all right? She's a, is she from El Paso? She's a El Paso 6. Um, I'm not really hot on any of these girls so far. I mean, they're, they're not, they're, they're definitely, this one's a lot more attractive than the other one. Uh, she's just too much glamour for me. Um, you know, glamour models are a red flag to me. I listen, I've worked in the, I've worked in the, um, I've worked during the model mayhem days. Uh, glamour models are, they're a little bit weird. You know, they weirdos. All right. To me. And they're red flags. So a lot of times they'll have to do these things. Same as Instagram models. So glamour models are the Instagram models of today. So Instagram models are weirdos to me. All right. Like I've never met a sane one. They've always been like, you know, narcissistic. They depended on the, the comments and all this stuff. They will do just about anything back in the model mayhem days. Uh, they would do, uh, they would pose in front of photographers and take these pictures and all of these things. So, um, it's a red flag to me. I've been around them so much, and I have a, quite a bit of, of a nice portfolio of women that are now in their mid-30s to 40s. But back in the day when they were in their 20s, they was out here stripping down for photographers. Anybody with a digital SLR, they were stripping it down for. She's a good-looking gal, though, so I'll give, her a, I'll give her a hit, but, you know. I'll give her a hit. Let's go to the next young lady here. Uh, these are all YouTubers, he says. This one's name is Jasmine Castro. Jasmine Castro. Uh, here she is right here. Again, we're staying on the Cesar Chavez. Uh, right here. She looks cute right here. I'm into cute girls. I'm not into sexy. You know what I mean? If you're doing overtly sexy, I tend to pass. I want you to be innocent like 
You know what I mean? Do not come twerk in front of me. I'm going to roll my eyes. I want you to act like it's amateur night at the strip club. And you hopped on there and they made you, they put you, they put a wet t-shirt on and you hopped on there and you were hiding behind the pole and you finally tipped around the corner and heard a couple people applause and, and you slowly button your, that's what I want. <laughs> she's a good looking gal on this position right here. Yeah, she's, she's a good looking girl here. Uh, physically, shape wise, she's right where I want. Like physically, like the other girl was a little too tall and thin. The other girl was, she was about to bust out of her pants. This one is right size wise. Like if I'm choosing just on the body, yeah. Foldable, petite. You know, I've I've, I've had enough big women. I've had enough tall women in my life. I'm I'm into the petite. Petite, innocent looking. You don't have to be innocent though. But you have to play the role. Just like it's the same as if you want to be a thug, you know, hey, put on this bandana and these Timberland boots. All right. You know, I'm not going to be thug all the time, but I can get the pulling on that, pulling the pulling on the hair. I can get the pulling on that hair. But, uh, you know, when we go back out to work, I'm going to put my suit and tie. Yeah, if you're looking like a, a vote overtly strip or overtly 304 and too much makeup and them damn eyelash, I'll be like, pass. I don't want that. All right, so uh, last one. I believe it's the last one. We're going to go with Solange Diaz. Solange Diaz. Okay. Um, She might be the, I would say she's either first or second place on this particular list. Um, I like the curly hair, although, yeah, it's, 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 you know, it's hot, you know, in Southern California, all that curly hair, it'd be hot under that scalp. Uh, but, uh, she's, she's a little more cute, natural looking natural, natural is where I aim at. All right. I aim towards natural. I'm not a big glamor. Again, I'm not a get big eyelash hair extension, boobs, but fake boob, fake butt. Um, natural more is what, what I go for. All right, so that's where I aim. She's not bad. She's a good-looking girl right here. I don't know the need to be showing. Like, like she probably shows bikinis all on her YouTube, but they're going to give me a – they're going to strike me because I'm showing her in her bikini judging her. <laughs> Let's just show you this picture right here. And she's, a you know, got some thick thighs, pretty eyes. I would say she would be number one on this list. In my book, she's a, she's a one. She's the first. So I would go with – this is my order. I would go with her as one, Castro as two, although that could easily be a flip. Castro and, the, and then Holy Yoli, I would pass. And Anna Zapata, she would be last. If I was just in that type of mood, I would just, I'd just pay her and then tell her to go. <laughs> but I'm not in that type of mood. So uh, it is what it is. Hey, thanks for the show. Yay. All right. Let's get into Rajai Rondo. Rajai, Ra, Rajai Rondo. I can't even say his name. All right. Raja Rondo, the basketball player. I know it's an hour in, but the timestamp game will help you. Rajai Rondo. NBA player. Obviously, he lost his head recently, and he went out here, and he pulled out the jammy. 
all over. Let me see here. I'm trying to find the, the right story. He pulled out the jammy. This is all allegedly on his baby mama and his ex-wife. All right. And so this is why we talk about emotional men. We already know kind of Rajah Rondo is a hothead. If you ever watched him play, he's played for like 20 different teams. Um, he's always been a hothead. He's always been kind of moody and had a chip on his shoulder. So it doesn't surprise me that he would follow in that. But if you think about it, he's the NBA player. Uh, women have thrown themselves at him. He's had several different wives and girlfriends and baby mamas. He actually has a video of his baby mama. This one who's actually got him hemmed up. She beat up another woman on video. I actually have that. Not saying that she didn't have the right to beat her up, but this woman that has gotten Raj, Rajon Rondo in trouble with the law or he got himself in trouble because he's emotional, this woman, same woman's beating up another uh, a Karen on video. All right, we're going to get to that. But let's get to the story. Rajon Rondo allegedly pulled out the jammy on his mom, the mom of his kids. All right, that is in big headlines right there. Threatening her life during outbursts. Uh, what we know about domestic violation is this, and this is what I teach you men to keep your head cool here. According to the CDC, I don't know if that's legit, 24% of relationships have in one point experienced some type and level of violation. In these violation relationships, half of it is mutual, meaning the man and the woman are both or have both been violation in the relationship. The other half of these violation relationships, only one of the people in the relationship exerts violence, violation, attitude towards the others. In these one-way violent relationships, it has been found out that 70% of the time, it is the woman who starts the violation fight, but they are the ones who suffer the injuries. And here's another bit of information. Information from this website suggests that in relationships wherein both partners show violation attributes it has been established that it is the woman who is most likely to be violation again in future relationships compared to men men's violation attributes are usually a one-time episode meaning the straw that broke the camel's back and not repeated in future relationships and the reason why i say violation as opposed to the other word is you know they don't like me to say the other word but I'm already being I'm already being throttled anyway. I should just be able to say what I say. But this is what we know of what typical relationships, especially toxic ones. Let me show you Rajon Rondo's girlfriend. She didn't pull out the jammy on him, but she did beat up another woman. Let's go ahead and show you that just to give you context. So in this video clip here, this is Rajon Rondo who is, this was during C-19, this looks like some sort of Rolls-Royce uh, big body SUV, and I believe he's in a handicapped parking spot. And he's in a handicapped parking spot because he might have a temporary placard. He's having surgery on his wrist or his elbow or his thumb or something like that. So he was able to park in this spot. This is the baby mama here, and this is the Karen. So let's go ahead and show just so we can just show you as evidence, this would be handled in the court, that she has the ability to get violent when necessary. Not saying that she was in the wrong, but she does have it in her to instigate. Let's go ahead and roll the film. I'll provide commentary since there's no sound. So Karen's nosy ass comes over there, as Karen's do. 
and she wants to ask why he is in the handicapped parking spot. And so she got some words to say, and um, it looks like they're saying, hey, well, what kind of parking spot did you do? I mean, look at your parking, right? She like, you mind your own damn business. Rajon Rondo, he looks small on the NBA court, but he's tall. All right, he looks small on the NBA court, but he's tall guy. Um, now, this is the baby mom who just called him in. She's stepping in for her man. She said, don't mess with my man. I'm going to be the one to bring it to you. Don't mess with my man. I don't want, I don't want, don't mess with my man. Now, Karen's got an attitude. This is how y'all get mopped up, Karen's. This is why y'all get mopped up. Y'all be too busy not minding your own business, man. Go mind your own business. Nobody was doing nothing. <laughs> All right, <laughs> here we go right here. And uh, Karen got words to say. Rajon Rondo, they're trying to be rational. Um, and then, uh-oh, and it's always the Karens that are aggressive. Have you noticed in this interaction, Rajon Rondo and the girlfriend or the wife, they're not being aggressive. They're addressing her, and they didn't address her. She walked up to them. Now watch. The Karen's going to get super duper aggressive. She pointing and she talking shit and she walking away and she snapping her fingers. Now she instigated this. She instigated this. And now, <laughs> now she didn't indicted the black woman in this woman. Now she, you know, she got the furrowed eyebrows and she like, chick, did you say what? All right. That's what happened here. So Karen got what she deserved, right? And now, now she said something. Now Rondo got in her face. Now, now we got a problem. And she said, don't mess with my man again. So she saved Rondo a couple mil uh, right there. And she said, Rondo, don't do nothing. I'll handle her. And uh, we're, this is good. What the hell? All right, why is that coming in? All right, so here we go right here. Uh, Rondo's, he's walking away like a man should do. Cooler head should prevail. You don't get into it with a Karen. You don't let yourself get emotional over a Karen. Don't lose your life over a Karen. And so they're trying to defuse. He's trying to defuse. And he's like, all right, defuse, defuse. Let's walk away from this. There's no point in even arguing. Guys, just step the hell off. Just go where you're going. And let her call the police and let the police deal with it. Uh, in this situation here. So they should have just walked clearly off. I think maybe she's talking on the phone, maybe calling the police or the management. I don't know what she's doing here. Uh, but we're going to get to the the molly whopping in a second. She must have parked. I think what happened was they can't get in the car. They're trying to leave. In my opinion, I don't know. They're trying to leave, and this woman's parked too close to his door. If I can think. So I don't know why. They, if that's the case, they could get in on the passenger side. But if you know how these vehicles are made, it's not that easy to climb over to the driver's seat. Like, there's a big console in the middle. So I think this is what happened. She's probably blocked in the door. All right. So um, now Karen stepped up again, man. Uh-oh. See, this is why Karen's get beat up. So Karen stepped to them. She got in their face. And then uh, the woman says, the black woman says, back up. Oh, oh, now Rondo pushed her. Oh, and she tried to kick at Rondo. Wow. Karen's man be out of control. So let's go back here. So watch this. Rondo steps in. Oh, he says something to do. Bumps her. She tries to kick him. He loses his slide. And now he's got to hold away the sister. Uh, he wants to get his slide. But look at what Rondo does. He was like, you can have her. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then, boom, boom. She's a lefty, obviously. She cleaning her clock. All right. So this is the woman. This is the baby mom. 
uh, there you go right there. Let's go ahead and see that part again. We don't we don't watch fights. But Rondo was like, hey, man, let me get my slide real quick. Oh, oh never mind. But Karen deserved this, obviously. Um, he bumped her. See, that's going to get him a lawsuit right there. She sued him for $1 million. I don't know who won, but she sued him. And Karen steady running her mouth, and now she getting whipped. Oh, 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 well, she got a check. Boy, she a good lefty, too. So she got that left hand. Uh, but, you know, sometimes the hood comes out of these women. But, again, she shows that she has the ability to throw hands. Hold on for a second. Uh, she shows that she does have the ability to deal them hands out when she needs to. Okay? So I don't think this is a damsel in distress situation with Rondo. I probably would say that she instigated and got him emotional, and let's read the story, okay? So she sued Rondo for a million dollars. I don't know if she won. Remember, if just because you get sued doesn't mean you won. That just means you have a lawsuit, all right? Uh, let's see here. Let's go ahead and pull these down. I got too many tabs open. All right, it says right here, the original story, uh, Rondo allegedly pulled out the jammy on the mother of his children and threatened to delete her during a heated altercation, meaning they both were involved in an argument. We're only going to hear one side of the argument. This is the problem with the court of public opinion. We're only going to hear the baby mama side of the argument. Rondo can't speak about it. So whatever she says, there's going to be holes all in the story. And the woman claims the kids witnessed the whole thing. So they set his ass up. You know, he looks bad in front of the kids. TMZ uh, Sports has learned that the 36-year-old Ashley Bachelor, Rondo's former partner, and mother of his two kids filed for an emergency protective order in Louisville last week, requesting protection for her, her son, and daughter. And the stories he tells about the alleged incident is scary. This is why you don't go back to exes. Because he had another girlfriend and he's went back to her because it was comfortable and they, she's the baby mom. But sometimes she invites you back in to get more meat, not just the meat between your legs. She wants to get the really the coup de bras. She didn't get it the first time. So she'll say, oh, everything's good. And then she'll get your ass the next time. And this is what happened. Somebody says nothing happened. Uh, ba Bachelor says Rajon, a two-time NBA champion, four-time All-Star, was playing video games with his son on May 11th when Ashley asked the boy to separate laundry. Bachelor says Rajon became enraged and rip the game console out of the wall in front of the kid. Now, let me just tell you, that story does not make sense. That does not make sense. They were sitting there enjoying their time, drinking lemonade, eating hot Cheetos, playing NBA 2K. She walks in, can you separate the laundry? And then Ronjo, Rajon Rondo went nuts. I ain't buying that. Because you left out, again, lies by omission. There's something left out here, bro. You left out a whole goddamn day or a week worth of arguing. For real. There's no way that that ignited him out. There's no way that that sent him over. There had to be some instigating. There had to be a level of disagreement because it seems like, in my opinion, what could have been happening was they were, they were decompressing using the video game because there was already an argument. And then she came in. I don't want him to play video games with you. So come separate the laundry. And they went into that was the straw that broke the camel's back. All right, because she Rajon knows probably she's only using that to get the boy away from the father. Very simple to ferret out, but the blue pill world can't see that.
<laughs> All right, Ashley says Rajon then continued the disruptive or destructive behavior, smashing everything from a teacup to outdoor lights in a trash can. Again, they're going to be very detailed with things like that because, yes, he probably did fly off the handle. This is part of the problem. You emotional guys get in toxic relationships with people, and then you fly off the handle. The straw that breaks the camel's back happens, and then you look like an a-hole. He smashed the teacup. He smashed my daughter's teacup. They're using that to get the court of public opinion against Rondo. I'm not defending him, but based on domestic violence, this isn't a one-way thing. Not only that, Rajon's stupid for going back to her. I tell you, do not go back to exes. The second time is going to be worse than the first. Okay, Bachelor, who is the woman, says the kids were upset after witnessing their dad losing it. Of course, you know, they're going to use that card now. So she tried to de-escalate the situation. Nope. And she says, but she says Rajon responded by making death threats, alleging, allegedly saying you're dead. I just can't imagine that this got to this point. Without enough instigation. I mean, I'm listening. This is a two-way street. Domestic violation is a two-way street. There's no way it started off with the video game and the separation of the laundry. There's something left out here. <laughs> All right. There's something left out. I'm not saying that she deserved any of this. I'm not saying that he was in the right or the wrong. He he definitely is in the wrong. All right. But he he let his emotions get ahead of him. But how in the hell do you go from playing video games to smashing teacups and trash cans and outdoor lights? Because you want the son to separate laundry. That don't make no sense, bro. Rondo temporarily left the home, according to Ashley, before returning about 15 minutes later, when he allegedly approached a back door and began banging on the window with their firearm. <laughs> God damn. What happened when you go with the thugs, right? Bachelor says she didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know what was happening. He just flew off at the handle, and then he left. He came back. Yikes. Uh, so she approached the door from the inside to look out. I'm sorry, to take a look. She allegedly saw Rondo with a firearm and asking him and ask him to start and ask him to stop because he was scaring her. There's the scare. You know that's going to be there. He's scaring me. Help, right? Help. We always tell you. Everything starts with the help, the damsel in distress. He scares me. He's scaring me. These are all coded words to make you out to be the, the big bad wolf. Okay. Um, obviously, women should be scared of most men. Um, most men are scared of most men. So let that be a lesson there. I think physically and, and size-wise and uh, strength-wise, most women should be scared of men. But then what we are saying, oh, no, you shouldn't be scared of me. And then when he becomes scary, he's the little pig, little pig, let me in. Not by the hair of my chinny, chin, chin. See, these old, these old fantasy stories that we were told as fairy tales were all stories to set you up for uh, false allegations, abuse, uh, all of these things. I've been teaching you about these things. These are all stemming from either racism or some sort of sexism against some man, some scary man that was trying to get something. Now it's the big bad wolf. <laughs> uh, she says Rondo didn't listen and instead yelled, go get my effing son. Go get my effing son. So it sounds like he wanted to take the son with him. And the reason why um, he's banging on the door 
is because she's saying you cannot come in and see your kids. She left that part out. Why are you here? Not by the hair of my chinny chin chin. Why are you here? Why? You were here earlier, but she probably said when he was driving off, and you'll never see your kids again. Come on, man. We already know what happened. And he wants to get the kid, and she says, no, you cannot see these kids. Or she just standing there with, on 911. Not by the hair of my chinny chin chin. That's what she's saying, she said. <laughs> I'll blow, I'll huff, and I'll puff, and I'll blow your house down. That's what he's doing. Uh, Ashley says she feared if she doesn't didn't comply with the alleged gun-wielding hoop star, something bad may happen. So she brought their son, Pierre, downstairs, but kept the back door closed. She said, here he is. Soon after, Ashley says, Pierre opened the door and Rondo yanked him outside. Okay, so um, obviously she's standing there. He approaches the door. I want to go with my daddy. And she felt some sort of way. Now she got to call the police. Uh, Bachelor says Rondo, who was allegedly uh, still allegedly holding the firearm, was screaming at Pierre asking why the boy was scared of his dad. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Why are you scared of me, son? Holding a firearm. Now, this is what she says the boy said. She said the boy said this. Remember, Rondo's, this is not Rondo's story. She said the boy, he's holding the firearm and 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 holding him like this, shaking him. Why are you scared of me, son? <laughs> this is what they call a human shield, right? The, the kids are always the human shield behind, you know, because now she's, she doesn't want to talk about what happened in the real breakdown. She's using the kids as a human shield. Oh, he yanked them, and and he had the firearm in his arm in his hand, and he just and he was shaking them. <laughs> Guys, this story is goofy. I don't see that this is the hundred percent of the story. There's parts of it that it's true. In every story, there's true parts. He could have said, "Boy, why are you scared of me?" Because he probably was freaked the hell out. That's the absolute truth. But she done left out some details. Ashley, who claims her son was visibly upset, she claims, says she didn't intervene because she was scared Rondo would shoot her. <laughs> oh, God. Wait a minute. He's living with you. You guys already broke up. He's back home in your house or somebody's house. Now you're scared you're going to get shot by this man. Why would you? Why would you think he would shoot you? Nothing happened. You didn't do anything, right? He just flipped the hell out because he was getting his ass kicked on 2K. All right, yeah. All right, Bachelor says, and listen, I'm a partial guy, right? I'm a, I'm a biased, I'm not a biased guy. Some things I am. Bachelor says Rajon eventually demanded their daughter also come outside when she claims he yelled at both kids for being afraid of him. <laughs> okay, I mean, that could be true. Thankfully, Ashley says Rajon's mom and dad both arrived at the house. And although they didn't have much success in calming down Rajon, she claims he eventually left the scene. How did the parents get there? That's what I want to know. Did you call them? Did he call them? Why were they called? Why wasn't the police called? This, this, is, this, is, a, this is a lie by omission. This story cannot be believed because she's omitting details. How did they know to show up on the scene? Uh, but now Bachelor says she's scared for her safety of her and her kids riding the following in an emergency order of protection 
which is not good for you gentlemen on May 13th. You're going to lose possession of your firearms. You're going to lose all possession of your, of your firearms. It's going to be bad news for you once they go here. Um, quote, I am extremely fearful for my safety and for the safety of my children. Rajon has a history of uh, volatile and irrational and explosive behavior. That I probably would agree with, knowing how he played on the basketball court. But she picked him to father two kids. Think about that. I want y'all to think about that for a second. This is where they go, I'm a, I was in an abusive relationship. And you let this man stick around for how many years? Eight, nine, ten, father, two kids. But now he's the big bad wolf. Um, he is verbally and emotionally and financially abusive. Hold up. Did you say financially abusive? How did that get in there? How did this become about money? But again, now what you've done is you set the scene. You've allowed yourself to be emotional as a man. You don't know anything but toxic relationships. You think because she's a hot piece of tail that uh, you're supposed to make everything work. Guys, this has gone way too far. This isn't the first time they've been through this. But now she has him cornered by him being emotional and going to get a firearm if it's true. Allegedly, he did. And if that's the case, now she can go through the entire relationship with the fine tooth comb and then come out and be the victim all the way out. Yep, he was verbally abusive the whole time. My kids are scared of him. He's a big bad wolf. He's emotionally abusive to me. And he's also financially abusive. Where did the financial abuse have come from? That had nothing to do with this. But now that's in the protective order. So now when she goes to family court, it's a slam dunk. Uh, he physically hits our son, oh, there that is, and calls him names like P-U-S-S-Y and accuses him of acting like a little B-I. So, man, this is why you do not go back to your baby mom, gentlemen. This is why you don't, because it takes, guys, this is a finesse. She set him up. I mean, listen, he allowed her to set him up. But now she didn't get a chunk out of you the first time but she got the chunk out of you now. Now she got it all documented. She's going to pull out a diary. She's going to pull out a whole damn diary. Uh-huh. And he on this day, he called him the P word. And on this day, he called him a little B. Now what happened was he probably went to the basketball court and couldn't cross nobody over. And then he probably did call his son this. I'm not saying he didn't. But now she got a damn docket on him. She's going to pull his file. And again, this is the whole thing. Uh, physically hits the son, I don't know. I really don't know. I just can't imagine men men being um men being uh Joe Jackson today. It just doesn't fit. If you're Joe Jackson to your kid today, women aren't gonna let you do that. So to for her to now say he physically hits him and calls him the P word and the B, I don't know. I it's it's far-fetched to me in this day and age. Rajon verbally assaults our daughter. Now she's going back to the daughter. Now we got the daughter in. Guys, believe me, this stuff happens, bro. And anytime you yell at your kids, it's a verbal assault. And I'm tired of it. Because what people don't hear is I ask you four times, five times, six times, seven times. Now, by the time I got to raise my voice, now it's a verbal assault. And somebody says she wants all the custody. Yeah, and that's what she got. This is a custodial battle in which Rajon didn't know that he was being documented the entire time. Yep, he abused the dog. He yelled at the kids. He yelled at me. And then when you start unfolding it, well, I asked your ass nine times. On the 10th time, I had to raise my voice. 
but they don't remember the nine times that you. <laughs> here it is right here. Uh, he now verbally assaulted the daughter, which this was never a part of the case. Now it's a part of the case. Remember, she sat here for four or five years and let him verbally assault and physically assault the kids and call him names and her names and pull out firearms. Now she got a docket and a file on his ass. He called her names like Thought, B-I-T-C-H, and Salami Head. Rajon had made several threats on my life. There you go. Here it is. She made He made several threats, but it took this one. See, this is why I tell you, toxic women love emotional men because then they can pull a file on your ass and play the whole damn damsel in distress. You now admit that this has not happened once. This has happened twice. Again, if it happens once, get out. Why are you staying? But then everybody comes, well, you know, uh, we stay because, you know, uh, what do they call it? Where you do the old Swedish, I can't remember what they call it. Oh, it's an effect that abuse victims stick around with the abuser. Oh, so you're 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 immature. And it says saying that various times he will shoot me and shoot up my car. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, Stockholm syndrome is what they call it. Yeah, Stockholm syndrome. Oh, it's Stockholm syndrome. No, you're a dumbass. You're toxic. Let's just call it what it is. So you sat around with a dude that said he gonna shoot you up. Hey, if any woman says she was gonna shoot me up, I'll be outside with the jammy waiting. Oh, really? We doing that? Okay, thanks for warning me. Clack, clack. Uh, shout out to, uh, oh, no, it says right here, uh, Ashley Bachelor was granted a protection for herself and her two children by a local judge. We reached out to Rondo's rep, but for so far, no word back. You don't have to say a thing, guys. Based on our digging, Rondo has not been named a suspect in any crime by police and has never been arrested. So, so much for he's a hothead. He's never got in trouble with the law. Up until he got into a relationship, most of you guys will become criminals. And I want to say this full screen. Most of the only time you will ever have any problems with the law or be made a criminal is in a relationship. Most men have never had as much as a traffic ticket until they got with the wrong woman. And she made your ass out to be a criminal. It was the relationship that made you into a criminal. You aren't even, you don't even break traffic laws. You go to work, you do your thing, you never get arrested, you never get picked up for speeding, zero. You know what makes you out to be a criminal? You want to be a father. You know what makes you out to be a criminal? You want to get, you want to stay with and make your relationship work. You know what makes you out to be a criminal? Somebody interfering in your parentage. That's how you guys become involved with the law. And mainly because you pick toxic women. And I'm not immune for this one. I've been the victim too of this myself or my own circumstances. It says right here, the judge who signed off on the protection order has ordered Rondo to temporarily stay at least 500 feet away from Ashley and their kids. So, so you can kiss your parentage goodbye, sir. Kiss it goodbye. You got to stay 500 feet away from your kids. Damn. And I don't know how young they are, but they old enough for him to pick them up and shake them. <laughs> so he's got to do this for the rest of his parentage. She also has been awarded temporary custody of the two kids. So she got custody. She got the custody that she's always wanted. And now she has it legally because you're a hothead. 
Rajon also has been uh, ordered to temporarily turn over his firearms to the court. Wait. Y'all gonna learn. You you men are gonna learn. Now you don't have any firearms. Now you don't have your kids and you don't have the woman. What did you learn today? What did you learn? You guys set yourself up for this. You guys, we could keep blaming women all day long. You guys set yourself up for this type of finesse in the okie doke. For what is worth, the court granted an emergency protection order isn't an indication of ferocity of the claims within. It's simply a temporary order until the parties can go before a judge and argue the merits of the protection order. He might as well just throw in the damn towel at this point. He done. It's a rap ski for him. It's a done for him. The, the, the relationship with he and the kids are fractured. The only way it gets repaired is they're going to have to go through therapy, family therapy, which she's probably not going to want to participate in. She's got the advantage. She's like, no, nah, you you need the anger management. But I, if I was Ronjo, I would show that video of her dicing up the, uh, the, the Karen. I'd be like, look, she angry too. I feel unsafe around her too. She, she liable to pop off too. That's what I would do, but it don't matter. Uh, I will show this video right here of her giving the lefties, the triple lefty, the three lefty sandwich. But uh, this is what happens. This is also Rondo right here with his other girlfriend before he went back to his baby mama. This is Rondo right here with his other girlfriend before he went back to his baby mama. And he's over there in the Maldives chilling with the cat on his lap. But nah, for some reason, this relationship didn't work out. <laughs> oh, by the way, Rajon Rondo's uh, baby mama, they met while they're at the University of Kentucky. This is not a video. This is just a, this is just a picture. Um, or you mean the fight? I already showed that. This is them. Look at them feet. Hello. She got her feet out. Shout out to you, sister. By the way, Rajon Rondo's wife, girlfriend, uh, baby mama. Where's the picture of her? I did have a picture of her. Where's her picture? The only picture I have is her. Oh, this is her right here. This is her. You, you know how they met? They met while at the University of Kentucky. All right. So I can't remember what she. No, no, no. This is the other girl. This is the girlfriend. This is the girl here. That's not her. They got the wrong girl up. Maybe I have the wrong girl. But no, I don't. I think I did my due diligence here. This was this was his baby mama's first boyfriend. So the woman who called who called the police on Rajon Rondo. This was Rajon Rondo's ex-wife's first boyfriend, right here. He looks like a mix of Jason Williams, <laughs> white chocolate, you know. <laughs> We're going to call him White Chocolate Part 2. His name is Patrick Sparks. Patrick Sparks. He looks like Bubba Sparks. All right, shout out to Bubba Sparks. And I'll just play Patrick Sparks. He probably can hoop his ass off. This dude probably can hoop like a mofo. Look, he looked like he can hoop. Like if he was like three inches taller and black, he'd be an all-star. <laughs> this dude right here, but he just white and he can shoot the shit. You know, he can shoot the shit out of that ball. That's what we used to say back in coaching days. He can shoot the piss out of that ball. 
This dude probably was bucket street shooter. <laughs> Shout out to Bubba Sparks, Patrick Sparks. So by the way, this was this was this was Ashley's first. This was Ashley's boyfriend before Rajan took Ashley from him. So I, they they were together and they actually played basketball. I think they played at Kentucky together. I believe. And then he was dating Ashley. And then when they went to the NBA, I don't know what happened, but they said when he was in the NBA, he came and took Ashley from Patrick. And uh, they broke up like they had they had a falling out ever since. As a matter of fact, I think if you look at this picture here, there was a picture right. Oh, there it is right there. So there's Rondo with Patrick Sparks right there. So it's it's true. They played on the same team in college together. And then Ashley was the the baby mama that called the police. Ashley was uh, dating him, and Rondo took Ashley from him. So there's the picture right there. There's the picture to confirm that they were indeed teammates. And guess what you earned? Guess what you earned, Rondo? <laughs> Patrick Sparks sitting there like, dodged a bullet. Yeah, she monkey branched. That's classic monkey branching, right? Let's get to these super chats and all of that. She classic monkey branched, and Patrick Sparks, I don't know if he played in the league. Um, he probably got a cup of coffee in the league. You know what I mean? He probably got picked up, and he probably was like a free agent NBA. Let me see if he got an NBA career going. Um, looks like he played for, um, nah, he might not even, he probably watches the show. He like, yeah, man, I got in the league. He probably was like a free agent or something. Shout out to you becoming a free agent. I don't think he, I don't, I would say he probably got a cup of coffee in the league or something, you know, played in the G League or something. You know, I can't tell. But he definitely played big time ball at Kentucky. So congratulations for that. He on the all, he on the all white chocolate team. <laughs> for sure. Rockaway Rob says, supporting you and the coach gang at 50, just finished my last child support payment. Wow. Sad part is, Regardless of the relationship with their kids and the amount of money uh, of support you pay, you're still considered a deadbeat. I want you to listen to this gentleman. This is the lesson. My man is 50. He made all his child support payments, and they still treated him like a deadbeat. And he still paid his money. He probably paid it on time, and he probably got treated like shit. This is what we do to men in our country, man, and it's sad. This is why I want you to think about it. Shout out to Rockaway Rob dropping that knowledge. Uh, this is what we teach you. If you're on child support, you're a criminal. Shout out to who is this here? Mr. Hardaway, rock him to sleep. He says, is this the unk? He says, if yes, I'll send more. I got a little extra pog money today. Just kidding. Shout out to you. No, this is me, man. So when you get over there, it'll say something like G7 performance training. You know, that's what I run my escort. I mean, I didn't say that. My escort business out of. No, I'm just playing. All right. Uh, who else in here? Uh, let's see here. I got you. I got senior oral already. So we're about a couple more here on uh, the PayPal. We'll get to the cash app. Thanks for being patient. Uh, always appreciate the knowledge coach. Keep coaching us up. Shout out to Owen. We'll go to Owen R. Sorry for the government names. And then we got one more on the PayPal, which is going to be, he says, the sisters in the community talk will march for the dead, but when a black man is and is alive, they either send simps to delete us or call Massa to put us in prison. And that was from Renardo E. Guys, if 
this this so this falls under plantation politics as well, which now um, they will find any way for 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 you to be punished for not having the listen. With with all being said, he he deserved to get the call cops called on him if he did what he did. However, she left out a lot of information. She left out tons of info. But yeah, any chance they get, uh, this is why you look at the Black Lives Matter and all of that. That was a bunch of crock from the beginning. And I called that out. I was like, man, don't support that. You can hear me all the way back from 2019 saying don't support. And y'all call me all kind of shuffling Uncle Tom's. Now look at I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Plantation politics, baby. Shout out to Angry Man. Who is this? Mr. Francis. In Francis says, the problem is all the thought music, too. So the ship is sailed, guys. Um, You ever heard that phrase, that ship is sailed? You ever heard the phrase, the ship is sinking? You know, the, there's a song called God's Away on Business, which is a funny song when you hear the guy singing it. Uh, God's Away on Business. And it has to do with our society, the laws, the way everything's going. He said, there's no religion anymore. So God's away on business. What's happening? We we left it over. We turned it over to uh, uh, killers, thieves, and um, lawyers. That's a phrase in a song. And tick, if you look at our political system, that's who runs our country. <laughs> killers, thieves, and lawyers. God's away. And so what happens is he's saying the ship is sinking. Uh, when Titanic's seeking, I can't save it. And this ship is going down. Now, doesn't mean it's the end of us. But it's going down to a point where the culture is going to shift into another direction. I can't save it. When it goes that way, it's too late, guys. Somebody said this the other day. Well, you know, what do we do? We should go out there and fight. We shouldn't give up. Man. <laughs> My message is not to save society. I'm just letting y'all know right now. I have no interest. Yes, somebody said it. Monty Crypto says it. My job is to save yourself. I have no power. I can't even stay monetized. What do you think I'm going to do to society? They don't even want you to listen to the playback without it being buffering every two seconds. You think I'm going to save society by marrying and finding the right woman? We're morally bankrupt at this point as a culture. It's gone. The church can't save you now. They want to keep their they want to keep their damn uh, pockets filled up. What I tell you is to save yourself. That's the whole thing. Free agent lifestyle. Save yourself. I told y'all to um, I told y'all to leave the community alone. If you're a man and you're not a thuggish, ruggish, uh, pookie, Ray Ray. This is what I told you to do. I told you to get the hell out of there. You don't have no business there. If you're an engineer, if you're a bright-minded guy, get out. <laughs> Save yourself. It's it's done for. I mean, they all you guys see what they're doing, and they're pushing and pushing and pushing. They're not being rational. You're like, you know what? Maybe my eight-year-old. He'll decide his own. He don't need a drag queen at his birthday party. They're pushing it. He needs to. And if you don't have it, you're a phobic. Have they backed down? 
I'm asking you, have they backed down? They haven't backed down one bit. And they pushing it until they push it and shove it down your throat. Now, you got one choice. You got two choices. Accept it or save yourself. Save yourself. <laughs> They're out there pushing and pushing and pushing. And God, hey, listen, if that's what they want to do, I have a decision to make. If I don't want no parts of it, I just remove myself from that. It's okay. Y'all can do it, but you're not going to do it around me. And if, as long as I have input in the raising of my children, which they're making that difficult to do, then I don't want my children doing it. But I guarantee you, and yes, I said guarantee, if you get with any liberal-minded woman today and you marry her, your kids are going to be eight years old at a birthday party and RuPaul and them are going to be there. To, and if you dare say anything, kiss your kids goodbye. She's going to be like, what type of dude are you? Especially in the community. Because they support, they advocate for that. They love that type of stuff. <laughs> They're like, yeah, hey, that's good. What's wrong with this? Come on, man. You're just so archaic. You're a caveman. You're, uh, you're a barbarian. You're, when it's time to save your ass, though. They want you to show up, but they literally going to be like, come on, man, get with the times. Your own baby mama is going to say that. And you're going to be like, nah, I don't want my kid in front of that. She's going to make your ass out. She's going to call the police on you. And now your kid, see, you guys don't think I've been warning you about having kids. I've been warning you about having kids. The likelihood of you raising your kids from zero to 17 is slim to none. But I want kids, man. I want to pass on my legacy. In today's world, women have a voice, and God bless them. But they also have power in, in separating your ass from your kids, okay? And you might not see it now, but when she's ready to get rid of you, she has every way to get rid of you. And it could be just as little as something like that. Man, my kid ain't going to no damn drag queen birthday party, eight-year-old. Guess what? Now you're separated from your kids. And you're like, that's what it took? That's what it took. She's waiting for it. And if you don't believe it, I read the story. This woman literally documented and waited. And she had plenty of ammunition. She called my, he called my daughter of this. He's financially abusive. He yelled at my son. He grabbed him. He pulled a gun. He threatened me multiple times. He says, you guys better be very, very cautious about what's going on. You guys have no voice anymore. All right. Very little. And if they do give you a voice for a little bit, they're going to sure take that shit away for a minute. Again, it's the bait and switch is always there. Remember, if you were just joining me, I gave you an example of the bait and switch of the woman that says, I just want a traditional man, a guy that's a leader that can lead me. If you give them that, in three months, she'll be calling you controlling and abusive. Because a lot of people missed that part. When I said, hey, if I meet a woman, I'm going to tell her, hey, hey, you know, I want to take you out. Listen, this is when we're going to do it. We're going to meet you Wednesday at 630 for dinner. This is what I want you to wear. You're going to be here. Meet me here on time or I'll pick you up at 630, blah, blah, blah. You give her all the damn details. She's going to be like, "Ooh, wow, this is great. He's such a gentleman. 
He's not afraid to tell me what to do. He's not afraid to tell me when to be there and what to wear. When to, I love that. Those same qualities are going to be seen as abusive within three to six months. Because the next time Saturday comes around and y'all in a commitment, hey, this is what we're going to do. We meeting our friend Tony for dinner at this restaurant, and this is what I want you to wear. You're going to wear this. We're going to leave no later than 630 outside the door. Be ready. Now, don't that sound more abusive and controlling? <laughs> that sounds super duper abusive and controlling. It was cool. It warmed her up. It warmed her little insides up last time. Now she's like, why are you always telling me what to do? <laughs> I, I don't have no choice in this matter. I don't have no choice in to say, why you always pick the restaurant? Why you always ordering my food? It's a bait and switch. It's a situation where you damned if you do, damned if you don't. You win, you lose, all at the same time. Now, she can pull that trigger immediate, at any point of your relationship. Oh, no, where are you going? Oh, I'm going out with the girls. Uh, no, you're not going out with the girls because I have dinner plans with you. Yeah, this is what we're going to do tonight. Well, from day one, you've always told me what I needed to do. I want to be able to decide. You see, I can make it, I can make it sound sexy and abusive all at the same time. No, baby, no, I don't want you to go out tonight. No, baby, I want you to rest your feet. You don't need to be shaking for other guys. We have reservations. We're going to the ballet. We're going to go to the ballet. We're going to see Gumstrom. We're going to watch the ballet. And then we're going to go to this wonderful dinner at a Mexican restaurant that I've made reservations at for the last, for about two days ago. And I have a special treat for you. We're going to go to a hotel. We're going to fill up the pool. We're going to fill up the bet, the bath with bubble bath. And we're going to drink champagne and feed each other strawberries with chocolate tips. You're so abusive and controlling. Why didn't you tell me you were planning something like this? Already planned to go out with the girls. And I'm going out with the girls instead of going out. What am I supposed to do with these reservations? Already booked the hotel. Already booked the hotel. You always told me to surprise you. You already told me to surprise you and do this. Now I surprised you. I got rose petals. I got your red dress and your high heels and some of that sweet perfume that show smells good on you. And that lipstick that you're going to slide on, slide on that lipstick. Come on, man. <laughs> and I got my suit. I'm ready to go. It's Friday. I want to be with my girl. I need a girl who's mine, all mine. I need a girl. In my life, you're so controlling and insecure. Forget all of that crystal, forget that champagne, forget that moet. I want to go shake it ass my ass with my girls. <laughs> mm. <laughs> my, 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 you show sure look good tonight. We got concert tickets. We got Hollywood Bowl, Johnny Gill, front row seats. She want to go shake her ass with her girls. Can't win. <laughs> he did not want me to go out with y'all tonight. And he, the reason why he booked all of that fabulous stuff, because he knew Friday night I was going to shake my ass. He know I want to go shake my ass. So he intentionally bought Cristal Moet. He intentionally booked a hotel penthouse suite. He intentionally got front row seats at Johnny Gill. So I would not come out with my girls. He's so controlling and insecure. Mm -hmm. 
They gonna make you out, Judge. He had me in the front row, sweating. The damn artist was sweating all on me. He know I don't like artist sweat. I'm tired of him booking all this. <laughs> I'm not happy. He's such a jerk. One time he told me we got airline tickets. We going straight to Costa Rica, and I had to rush home from work in traffic, change into my travel uniform, and I had to go out there. He didn't even give me no warning. I hate guys when they do that. Tell me I'm lying. <laughs> Tell me I'm lying. All right, let's get to the rest of these. Sorry, man. <laughs> Where's the ladies at? They quiet. Mm, I've never done anything like that. All right, where y'all at? All right, shout out to OCam says, almost missed the live stream. Keep up the good work. Thank you, OCam. That's what we're going to call you. I know your regular other name, too. Uh, oh, we got a co-sponsorship. From Chris, he says, uh, gas money for the next trip to the junior college. Oh, yeah, baby. Junior college is where I be, man. That's where y'all gonna find me. I don't care, damn. Y'all can call me whatever y'all want. That's where I'm at. Sean Lee Rising says, salute, coach. The best edutainment here on YouTube. All right. Shout out to you. Thank you. Jimmy ZTT says, shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate the contributions, man. We work hard to keep this message going. Alfred. We're going to call you says he got $15 for school a day. We got a lesson and you got some information for me today. Uh, Mr. Jack Vendetta says liberal female quote. I am a unicorn. Me. You're an ass. <laughs> a jackass. All right. I don't trust again. Remember, my thing is to tell you, I, I cross out 80% of women right off the rip. If you identify and you, I'm not saying you're wrong fire for identifying. I'm not saying you're a moron politically. I'm not saying any of those things. All right. I'm not saying you're, you don't know what you're talking about, but if you're a more liberal in your politics, we are not going to be a good match. I mean, because to me, to me, that's a beta approach to life. That's just to me. I mean, you can do what you want and you can have your own thoughts and you can, I, I, I say you can have your own voice. I never try to silence people like that. But when it comes to me and my house and my time, we ain't going to get along at all. <laughs> all right. I'm just letting you know, we are not going to get along. If you open your now, listen, we can get along as long as you don't open your mouth about anything politically or anything leading towards progressivism or change or any. If it starts going that way, you are literally going to get the exit. You better be quiet when it comes to that situation. You better be absolute quiet. But if it starts going that way and you open your, hell no, I'll be out of there. I can't deal with that. I cannot deal with it. I can't, I can't deal with it in my space. Be outside at the march. What about women's rights? To They're telling us and they have men deciding rights on women's bodies. Why don't you come with me to the march? We're going to march up and down the street and we're going to yell and chant. Hell no, we won't go. Man, I'm not going to any marches or rallies with none of these people. <laughs> now, you can do whatever you want to do. Y'all can march and rally and protest. I don't. But it ain't going to be in my damn territory. It ain't going to be in my neighborhood. It ain't going to be. I'm not going to be there. What about this and the oppression and the systematic? 
I'm out. <laughs> Shout out to Wisdom Vision Productions. Keep speaking the truth. Coach Dadamas in the building. Appreciate you, man. Shout out to you. Uh, yeah, painting murals on the wall. We're going to get together and we're all going to grab a paintbrush. We're going to brush the floor. Mm. <laughs> we're going to chant and we're going to have this goofy ass, uh, skinny ass politician's going to come out with his big ass head. You ever see politicians? They come out. They always super skinny with a big head and he comes out with his big head. Hi, everybody. I'm in control of all of you morons because you voted me in. Um, I'm going to act like I'm going to do something and I'm not going to do absolutely none of it. I'm going to raid the coffers and I'm going to steal all the money and I'm going to fornicate with men and women. And But they have you out there. They're dancing. The politician gets out there dancing and stuff. Man, I am not going to be out there watching that damn circus. You see all the people leaving the stream now? <laughs> they, they can't take no bobblehead ass politician comes out there with his capri pants. Man, get the man. Where am I at? <laughs> is this a damn circus? What is what is going on out here? And he comes out there. I got hot sauce in my purse. You know what I mean? He, he takes a picture eating chicken. And All right, shout out to everybody that's up in here. Yeah, man. I know people got to go. It's the end of the show anyway. Uh, It's towards the end. KT King says, I sent you a new hit it or quit it list. Appreciate you. I'll check that out. We got a couple. I got a couple, so I got to catch up on those. Zero Fallout says, good times make XXs forget the violence of men. For sure. Yeah, when it's good times. All right, shout out to David McFarland says, thanks for the edutainment, coach. Yes, sir, we back. Walter Boyd says, Keep your foots on their neck. My foots. He didn't say that. I said that. Keep your foot on their necks. Um, I'm the guy that says I hold the line. All right. I'm not helping. I'm not helping y'all. I know I'm buffering. I know it's buffering. So we talked about that earlier. Uh, we talked about why it's buffering. You know, it is what it is. I can't help you with it. A&A Radio. Shout out to you. Coffee on me, coach. Thank you, sir. Keep grinding. We got a couple more. Uh, Mario L says, no wife, no kids. He got firearms, but he will pay for it all. Oh, for him, no wife, no kids, firearms, but he will pay for it all. What a mess. Monty says, thanks for everything you do, coach. Be safe, CGA and the coach gang. Yes, indeed. J Flo, Gats, emotion, and skeezers don't mix. <laughs> coach gang. Wow. Yeah, man. Wow. It doesn't, man. If you're going to be a guy that drinks and you got firearms around you and you're trying to maintain a relationship with a toxic person, it's going to end up in a bad scenario. McKay says, first time, he says, long time viewer, first time donating. Appreciate you for that, bro. All right, appreciate you for that. Oh, you got to complete the payment. Uh-oh, you got a freebie. And let me check the PayPal one more thing. One more thing I want to talk to you about is age as I'm checking this. Age. Understand what your age is. Age is just a measurement of, of, of time. Age is a measurement of time, but it does not indicate how mature you are in the future or how mature you are now. So I was always at a young age considered an old soul. I was a little bit more aware. I knew 
I, I respected the dangers of certain things. I didn't sit up there and be like, no, nah, man, just smoke the weed and drink all of this. And do and then I saw the guys do it and they immediately, most of them ended up a wreck. All right. And so people don't acknowledge those things. I actually saw and I said, I'm not going to do any of these things. Right. So I don't get myself in trouble. So your age is measured several ways. You have your 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 chronological age, which is the age that says I'm 24. So I should know. No, you can be 24, a complete idiot. Your mental age, where are you at mentally? You're 24, but you're 16 mentally. You're 16, but you're 12 mentally. You're 40, but you're 24 mentally. That is your mental age. And your bi your biological age is going to be how you, or your physical age is how you physically feel, biologi biologically or physically. But physically, you could be 16, but look 24. This is the problem with, with I say, with with the the uh with, sorry with people in the community especially men in the community your physical age does not match your chronological age or your mental age many times black men and women could look way older and mature than they actually are and then sometimes socially your social age meaning you take on a lot more responsibilities which leads you to be a little more socially conscious, right? You had to raise your children. You had to raise your brothers and sisters and feed them and do all these things when you came home for school as opposed to other kids that could just go out and play, right? So socially, you age a little bit more advanced. But sometimes you have a big black kid. He looks 24 and he's 16. And mentally, he's 12, right? And so when the police approaches the guy, they approach him like a 35-year-old man and they start talking to him like he's a 35-year-old man because he looks 35, but mentally he's 12 and, and his real age is 16. So they don't know what to do with the guy and they ended up end up trying to treat him more. Same thing with the women. The women are 16. She's developed like a 21-year-old and mentally she's 12. You understand what I'm saying? This is what people have to look at when it comes to age. Sometimes Kaylee's are 28 and biologically she's 12. She can't push no babies out at all, but mentally she might be a little bit more mature because she know how to read them books and she's been reading books all her life. So mentally she might be ahead of where she is. And sometimes they think they're way more mentally advanced than their age. They start playing the little, um, they've been playing with doll houses and, playing mother and planning weddings since they were 13. So by the time they get to 24, they're kind of way socially more advanced. But age-wise, mentally, they could be a little bit slower, but age-wise, they're a certain age. And biologically, they're preteens. <laughs> so it's, it's a crazy thing we have with age. So always know and understand that about age because that's the reality of age. Just because you're a certain age doesn't mean you're a certain maturity at all. And doesn't mean you should be a certain way physically either. You know, I'm 24. You don't look 24. You can look 40 or you can look 12. Somebody says here, we're going to call you Ronaldo. He says the sisters in the community. Oh, um, I got that one already. About the community sisters marching for you. Yeah, they always vocal when they marching. All right, but when the men are alive, you get no flowers. They will paint murals for your ass left and right. But when you when you alive, you get nothing. Oh, Nipsey, not Nipsey. Remember that when Nipsey got shot? Rest in peace, Nip. That woman was in the background. Oh, no, not Nip. 
Was you saying that when he was alive? I can probably say you weren't. You didn't say nothing. This is why I say I go back there and I try to save somebody. And uh, I get deleted. They step over my cold dead body. Oh, not CGA. They paint my ass on the damn wall and that'd be the end of me. Yeah, you nobody to somebody deletes you. Uh, shout out to uh, Tesla Noob. He says, please preview good luck to you, Leo Gran. Good luck to you, Neil Grant. We won't do it now, but I'm going to put it up here. Oh, here we go. It's a 2022 film. It looks like an older woman sexing down a, a young man. Uh, Emma Thompson, an older Emma Thompson, forms a touching bond with sex worker. In the, okay, so it sounds like it's an older woman with a male SEX worker. Two, she's doing it. Okay, retired widow Nancy Stokes hires a good-looking young male sex worker. Leo Grand in hopes to enjoy a night of pleasure and self-discovery after a unfulfilling married life. Oh boy, we're going to see that. They're trying to tell you guys. I just keep telling you, you need to listen. You need to listen to what society's pushing to women and where they're going because they're not telling them to come to you. They're not telling them. And they're also telling them step over the line when it comes to younger men and sex workers. And we just told you the story about the young uh, middle school teacher with the boy, with the kids. And it, it ain't my fault. The, where society's going, it's not my fault. That's all y'all, man. Y'all want to save it? Go ahead. I ain't saving it. Dark Knight says, good stream as always. Thank you, man. And he says, shout out to the guys holding masculine frame today. It'll work for you at some particular point. All right, brothers, man. Shout out to the coach game. We'll be back this afternoon. Good luck out there, man. Good luck out there. Keep your guard up, protect yourself. We out of here. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s, is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you.